Welcome to the Mind for Success podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Leving, and I love seeing business professionals, leaders, and entrepreneurs have massive success in their businesses. Are you ready to reach a higher level in your business? Are you looking to rise to the top and break through the barriers that are holding you back? If this is you, join us on the Mind for Success podcast as I interview other business professionals, leaders, and entrepreneurs who share their success stories with you. We're going to talk about tapping into your highest potential to easily achieve your highest goals. Before we begin, remember to subscribe and hit the notification button right now so you will be notified of every new episode. Take a deep breath and listen up. You're about to embark on a successful journey to help you break through to those higher levels of success. Now, welcome to the show. All right. Welcome everyone to the Mind for Success podcast. Today, I am super excited to introduce my guest and good friend, Jay Grossman. He is the founder and CEO of iAutoAgent. And he is, he's got a great list here. He's got, he's currently an automotive advisor for Fox 2, CBS, Channel 4. He's the host of the Auto Authorities podcast and even auditioned for Shark Tank twice. His company acts as real estate agents for cars, and he's created a streamlined turnkey process for both buyers and sellers to enjoy a hassle-free, state-forward, and transparent experience buying or selling a car. Welcome, Jay. Yay! I'm here. <laughs> so I know I gave a little bit introduction to you, but if you could just expand <laughs> a little bit about your business and what you do so the audience knows who they're talking with, that would be great. Sure. Um, I call myself the founder and CEO of iAuto Agent. Um, I'm also admin. I'm a psychologist. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, I, I decided to start this company in uh, 2015, and I spent 18 years in the dealership world selling cars that everybody loves. Everybody loves to buy and sell cars, and that's how I that's how I got here. Awesome, and I know your backstory, and I absolutely love it. I'd love for you to share your backstory with with our guests because it's really powerful. Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this, you might want to grab a box of Kleenex. You're going to probably shed a tear. But uh, my goal is to leave you uplifted and inspired to do something that you believe in like I did. So I spent 18 years in the dealership world. I was in the top 1% out of all salespeople. I made a multi six-figure income. It was just an incredible journey for me. I could buy anything I wanted. And then all of a sudden, uh, fast forward to 2014. So I started in 96. In 2014, the rug was literally pulled out from underneath me by my wonderful dealership. And they had determined that um, I was making too much money. And they wanted to change the compensation plan. 
And throughout the, the, my journey selling cars, I was very comfortable. And we all know that comfortable is not a good word when you want to grow, but I didn't know any better. You know, I was making really good money. As soon as they pulled that rug out from underneath me, I had to really start doing some thinking. Do I want to stay in, in the dealership that I was at? Option number two is, do I want to go to a completely different dealership, probably still have the same story as what I'm dealing with now? Or do I just want to go into this amazing new business that no, nobody's ever heard of the concept of? And I chose option number three. I made it very difficult on myself. The one thing you want to, you should know about me is I am a person of integrity. My parents had taught me about honesty and integrity my entire life. My dad was my mentor. He was my everything. And he just taught me a lot about relationships and how to just do the right thing for people. And my mom was a CPA. She taught me about checks and balances and how detailed she was. So I had this tug of war inside of me and, you know, they made me go to college and I went through the college thing. And, and truly like when I was in college, I had a lot of fun and uh, I had to go through about three schools to graduate. Um, and I knew I wanted to do something in sales because I, I do, I liked people. Um, so I picked the most trusted profession ever, a car salesperson, right? So I decided uh, in 96 to do that. And then here we are in 2014, my dream is gone because now I can't support my family. So I decided to start this little thing called e-auto agent. That's what we were going to call it. And as a, as a business, um, it's important to plan your business before you start a business. And that's what I used to do after hours of 40 to 50 hour a week, like literally after hours planning this business that was going to take off like wildfire. January of 15, me and my buddy, Joe, we were going to start this business. We were going to be real estate agents for cars. We were going to do something completely different. And the reason why we got into this business is because we wanted to wear the cape. We wanted to be the one as the hero. And as a salesperson, I always felt like a doctor coming out of an unsuccessful surgery, having to give you the values in your car. Everybody knows that feeling. The back and forth games, you're there for four to seven hours. There's never been a better way. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to turn the entire industry on its head and do something that nobody had ever done before and say that I did it. So then as we decided to move in uh, January of 15, um, one thing I want to share with you is I actually had met with attorneys to represent our company. And this attorney looked at the E and E auto agent, which was our original name. And he's like, I don't know if I can work with you because I work for this little company called Enterprise Leasing Company. I'm like, wait, what? Like, we didn't say we wanted to work with you. And what does he do? He runs back to Enterprise and he says, can I work with these guys? And they said, not only can you not work with them, they have to shut down their company day one. And keep in mind, I work on a one income living in a very nice area here in St. Louis. I had to shut down my company. We had to pull down all our marketing and URLs and everything, poof, overnight, no business. Then bombshell number one, Joe comes to me and says, got bad news, Jay. I have to leave the business because I have to go through a divorce. You have to leave the business? Wait, what? 
So Joe and I complimented each other tremendously. He was very good at some things that I wasn't, and I was very good at things that he wasn't. So now I have no business partner and I have no business and I have to change my name. And it's not so easy just to change a name. So I decided to call the business I Auto Agent, where the I stands for integrity. That's what my parents have always taught me. So then I had to hire somebody to help me. I decided to hire my best friend. Bad idea. My best friend was showing up at our clients' homes intoxicated, and I had to hear about this. So I had to fire my best friend. I wasn't going to stand for that. So that was in March of 2015, bombshell number two. My dad passed away, young age of 73 years old. He was my everything. He was a vegetable, gone. And keep in mind, I'm only three months into business right now. I have no income coming in. I have a company that nobody's even heard of the concept of. And uh, dad passes away. Then bombshell number three. Three months later, my mom calls me. She's at the hospital because the paramedics took her to the hospital. And I'm like, what are you at the hospital for? She goes, I was, thought I was having a heart attack. Don't worry about me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, you don't like hospitals. You don't like doctors. You call the paramedics. Something must be up here. So after further examination, turns out she has cancer on her lung and three valves blocked in her heart. It required a seven-hour surgery, and the surgeon, who was a top sur heart surgeon, had only done the surgery three times in his lifetime because it was so intensive. Then it was time for the, the surgery to happen. My mom writes me a death note before the surgery. She's telling me, oh, Jay, you know, if something happens to me, here's what this is and that is. And I'm like, wait, where, what is my life turning into? I left an amazing job and I'm six months into business now. And now I lost my dad and now I'm getting ready to lose my mom potentially. So after seven hours, my mom has a seizure and a stroke and her life's going downhill. My life's going downhill. And I had to wonder what the heck is going on. I literally felt like a boxer in a ring with my hands tied behind my back. People punched me and punched me and punched me. and I could not hit back. Has anybody ever felt like that before? I did. And then I used to lay down on my couch and I called it the couch because it was the one place I could lay and I could look up in the ceiling and wonder what the heck am I doing? here. So I look up in the ceiling and I knew I had two options. I could stay with iAuto agent or option number two is I stay with iAuto agent. That was it. I didn't have any other options. I was never going to go back to the dealership world. It wasn't me. It never had been me. And now I'm outside my comfort zone. And boy, was I outside my comfort zone. So then once that happened, I used to like try to reprogram my brain by, by thinking about positive things, like not the negatives that were happening where I wasn't making any money. I had the kids and the family saying, when are you going to make money, dad? You know, I literally like, concentrated on all the positive reviews we were getting. And people would call me a genius once a week. And it's like, I, I held on to that because I knew I had something. And then things started to get better. Um, as you know, I'm an automotive advisor on Fox and CBS here in St. Louis. I auditioned for Shark Tank a couple times. And, um, you know, my mom, my mom survived. And uh, 
And then I'm on the Auto Authorities podcast is my is my podcast. I, I get to go on my soapbox and teach people about buying and selling cars in a fun way without a very boring, I'm not a boring person. And that's really where I'm at right now, Kim. That's pretty much my story so far. I love your story. And I love that you added so far because it's, it's always, our stories are always developing and we're always growing and your story is very impactful. So I'm glad that you shared it. Couple of things that we talked about prior to hopping on here is, you know, some of the struggles that happen, or I guess the traps that people get into when starting a new business. Oh um, yeah, lots yeah. of lots of traps. In fact, yeah. <laughs> oh, where do I start? Yeah. Um, so I think it's really important to know what you do best when you're starting a business. And I think as business owners, we have this obsessive compulsive disorder, like where we constantly have to do everything and everything has to be perfect. But the reality of it is, it's important for you to know what you do best. And once you know that, that is what you do. And you let other people do the rest. Now, when you're first starting a business, you have to do everything. And you're going to learn really good, really quick what you're good at and what you're not good at. And as soon as you learn what you're not good at, it's important to put the right advisors in place to do those types of things for you. Yeah, that's a that's probably one of the biggest ahas, I think, for most business owners, especially when they're starting out, is to know that they don't have to do it all. And it, the quicker you learn that, the better the better and faster you'll, you'll grow. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I see, I, you know, I, I, I coach new entrepreneurs because I know what it was like. I had people coming into my, one thing you don't know about my story is I had people literally coming in my company, trying to take my model right from underneath me, my business right from underneath my eyes, plain right there. And when you have those types of people Number one, you need to recognize it. And things are not easy. You're going to like have a lot of pain. Yeah, definitely. Jay and I do some networking together. We've known each other just for a short time. I feel like I've known you for a longer time than I have. But <clears throat> I'm curious about, you mentioned some other struggles that you've had in your business and and just, you know, what did you do? and how did you overcome some of the other things that you've had personally? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just going to share something with you that's a little bit difficult for me to talk about. So I'm 49 years old. I'll be 50 years old on the 27th of August. And um, I had a stroke October 7th of 2021. Little did I know it was actually my second stroke. The first stroke was a small one that they just, when I went to the emergency room, they, they wrote it off as just being um, just sciatic. And this stroke was the big stroke and it took me down and I lost all speaking capability. It happened at the gym. I had no identification on me. So nobody even knew who I was. They kept asking me questions. I could not speak. 
I got to the emergency room. They've, uh, I was trying to teach them, like show them how to use my phone because they were asking who my wife was and all this stuff. And I had, I was thinking in my head, I may never see my kids or my family again. I didn't even know what had happened to me. And I'm a healthy person. I, I work out three to four times a week. I eat healthy 90% of the time. I'm a healthy person. Like, why is this happening to me? So and when I'm in the emergency room, they actually call my wife before I actually got there. And they told her that they were taking me to the emergency room. And then when I got there, she basically had to make a life decision. Number one, there was something called TPA, which basically unclogs a blood clot in your brain. And if that medicine is given, that could help unclog the blood clot, which is really good. But the bad side is I might bleed to death. The second option was to not do anything and I may never speak again. And she got to make that decision while she was driving in, crying her eyes out to the emergency room. I can't imagine. No. So I chose the TPA route and it did unclog. You, you, you can't even move for 24 hours. I had a speaking presentation actually with you, Kim, the yeah. very next day. Uh, the Live to Lead event with John Maxwell that we were asked to speak I, at. Um, I was so like excited to speak. And I get to tell, I was going to tell people my story and how I handle adversity. <laughs> Here I am laying in the emergency room. Then it was ICU for three days and a total of five days in the hospital. I eventually got my, got my speech back. But I'll tell you this, the one thing that got me through it was what I went through in 2015 and the heartache. It just teaches you what you can handle in life. And I knew what I could handle. And I knew I had a team counting on me that needed me back as their leader. And I got back and I feel better mm -hmm. than ever. Amazing, amazing story. And I got to see that and you recovered. I, I mean, I, I don't know that much about strokes, but I mean, it seemed that you recovered fairly quickly and you were back, you were back out and speaking again and, and doing your things, your podcasts and all of that really fairly quickly. Um, it was really amazing to watch. Thank you. Inspiring. I appreciate it. Thank it, was, you. it was inspiring to watch. So I, I think for people that are business owners and entrepreneurs to take that, you know, those adversities and like, you know, what we talked about before we got on the show was how you can work through those, the resilience you have. You have a great amount of resilience and perseverance to go through obstacles. And we really all have that in us. We all have it. It's what we believe. And once you see it work for yourself, like again, 2015, I, I had $196 in my business account at one point in 2015. That's all I had left. And the other thing that I had left was the fact that I had the strongest mind out of anybody I knew because I knew I was going to get through it. I knew I was going to get through that. And it's the faith that you have in yourself and it takes resilience and perseverance. Don't ever start a business if you think things are just going to be easy because failures are a way to learn a lesson, period. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> if you look at a failure and you say, I failed, 
A failure is a way to learn a lesson so you never, ever happen, let it happen again. Yeah, absolutely. That's probably the biggest thing. And I mean, that's something that I see when people stay stuck. They're not able to move beyond the failure. They just stay in it. And it's important. Like one of the things that I learned about when I had my stroke is you have to be present in the now because the past is depression and the future is anxiety. And you've got to be there in the now because it doesn't matter what's happened in the past. It matters right now. You can make a decision within seconds. If you want to make a change, you can make the change. If you don't want to make a change, you're not going to make a change. And your brain is programmed. Your brain is programmed to keep you safe. If you don't make that decision within five seconds, you will not make that decision and your brain kicks in and says, oh, I want to keep you safe. Oh, I don't feel like working out right now. Well, I don't feel like working out ever, but I know I have to. Yeah, that's totally right. Oh, yeah, man, you, you get me started. No, it's but it's true. It's 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 designed to keep us safe. That's exactly what it what it does. Every single behavior we do, good or bad, it's got a positive intention behind it. It wants to do something good for us, but sometimes it just gets mixed up on what that is or doesn't know. When a can becomes a must, it has to be a must. It's not I'll try. I'll see you have to do it and just do it. Yeah. I just thought of uh, Yoda and Nike in that statement. <laughs> Those two things, just do it. And, and there is no try. There is only do. It's a combination. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to do it. And there has to be a strong enough why behind what you're doing. You can't just go find it to start a business. If you think you're going to start a business because you're going to be making a lot of money, you might want to st just step out of the, the game right now. Yeah. There ain't no such thing as easy money. And it is not a sprint. It is a marathon. Yes. And you've, you've been running for quite some time. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm practicing exactly what I preach right now is I'm starting to now find individuals, because people is the hardest part of a business, individuals, because we need people to duplicate me and documenting all your processes. That's something I highly recommend for any business owner. Always document your processes. It is very painful to do, but when you document your processes, you can teach someone else to do it and make sure they have the qualifications to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no communication problems if it's all documented. That's right. Yeah. I learned that years ago from a business coach that I was working with. And it, even for me, because I'm still, you know, myself right now, other than the team that helps me with, you know, little things, but I document my process. It's huge. It's everything. Yeah. So what are some obstacles that you're dealing with in your industry? Oh, I think I just talked about it. People. I mean, people, people, that's the main one. People's the number one obstacle. You know, people have feelings, they have emotions. Sometimes people tell you things and they magically don't happen. 
I think that most people have good intentions, but they don't realize. I think a lot of people live in a fantasy world. I really do. And I'm very particular on who comes into the company and it's about core values and, and make all our core values are on our website and they're all documented every single one of them. And we talk about it every meeting that we have and our meetings that we have on Mondays are very positive meetings. And that's um, people would be the number one challenge. Yeah, I think that's common. And um, so many people, well, I think about sales teams in general, it's that subconscious thing, like what they say and what they do are two different things. And there's all kinds of reasons behind <laughs> all that and yeah. what their experiences are, whether or not they learn the lesson, what we, what you talked about earlier, whether or not they learn the lesson and we're able to move forward. Yep. And the biggest thing other than people for our company, because I decided to start a company, nobody's ever even heard of the concept is brand awareness. And that's yeah. another thing that I'm working on right now is we're actually looking at advertising now and we weren't advertising before, but this is also going to build awareness of what we do for people. Cause our reviews, we have literally 207 reviews at a 4.9. Mm. And the reason why we do is because we care about people and it's those core values that drive this company. It's all the stuff my dad, my mom yeah. taught me from day one and I ended up in the car business and uh, now I can change the car business for yeah. the better. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you just a shout out to you or testimonial back at you. It's, um, you know, we, we used a personally, my husband was looking for a new truck. His, he had, it died. Like there was no saving it. And uh, you were just a great all along the way. He wanted, you know, he wanted a, he was looking for a used truck originally. And you immediately saw, I mean, you did work magic there. You saw that he could find a new one. And uh, I mean, I think it was less payments. You probably, I'm sure you know oh, it was definitely more than I do. It was less way than, less. It was way less than what we would have paid for used, which is just amazing. And he absolutely loves it. I mean, we've we've only had it a few months, but he absolutely loves it. And 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 right now in this market, it's hard to find the vehicle that you want unless you have help. Yeah, that same truck we got you and Mark, uh, you can't even get it anymore. And the manufacturers have caught on to to everything now. And there was a few loopholes that I knew about and stuff that you wouldn't know unless you were in the industry. And at the end of the day, I have smiling faces and that's that's what's important to me. Yeah, yeah. And it was so easy. That, I mean, over, I mean, that's, what's important to me. Um, he loves his truck, which is important, but also, but also there was no, you know, back and forth, anything. I mean, it was just, everything was just seamless. We knew exactly what we were getting when we went in and, um, and you've done a great job of building those relationships with the people that help you find the vehicles and it shows they all, they loved you also. So, yeah. Yeah, it's all about relationships in this world. And again, it comes down to people and uh, it comes down to core values. It comes down to what, you know, what is important to you? Are you looking, I, we have this, one of the, our core values is we rather have the relationship than the opportunity. The relationship is so much more valuable than the opportunity. Opportunities come and they go. 
But relationships, they last forever if you do it the right way. Right, right. So it's really, really important. So um, what are the best ways, I want to start wrapping up, what are the best ways for people to get into contact you or connect with you? Yeah, so the best ways are, you know, if, if, if someone's looking to buy or sell a car, if you just go to I, like integrity, autoagent.com, that's I, autoagent.com. Yeah, just, and you can send us a message. Uh, someone will respond to you within less than 24 hours. And um, we'll help you out any way we can. I love it. I love it. Well, um, do, is there anything else you want to add? No, I mean, we covered a lot. I we just, did. Uh, <laughs> we I, did. I, I, you know, I love what you do, Kim, because it all starts with this right here called your brain. And I'm learning so much about the brain. And I'm just so intrigued by it. And especially after having my stroke. I would encourage anybody to really start understanding your brain because we have 60 to 70,000 conversations a day with ourselves. And the question is, what are you saying to yourself? Are you saying positive? Or are you saying negative? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you're saying negatives, you're, you're programming your brain right now. Yep. And uh, it's awesome what you do. Thank you, Jay. So, and thank you so much for being on today. I really appreciate you and, and just all you do. And I want to encourage the listeners to reach out to Jay. And when you are thinking about buying or selling your new vehicle, because he, he really does make it absolutely seamless and easy. And he's a great guy, as you just heard. So thank you. Take care, Cam. Thank you for being a part of the Mind for Success podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to go check out a free training that I have at 4hourresults.live. It's a training that I have on how you can increase your sales, move yourself or your team into massive action, and break through the plateau of your growth. And again, that free training can be found at 4hourresults.live. I hope you found massive value in listening today. Please always leave your comments, feedback, or questions. We check them all, and I want you to go achieve massive success and make sure you join us again next week. Have an amazing day.